Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of current and classic horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews and discussions may include spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. If you think you're not afraid of the dark, if you think you have a strong stomach, if you feel nothing can shock you, if you say you don't scare easily, if you believe you've seen everything, then prepare yourself for a motion picture that takes you beyond fear, beyond your wildest nightmares, and brings you face to face with terror, beyond the power of priest or science to exercise. What are they? Raging demons from another world? Bloodthirsty creatures that must be killed? Or incarnations of absolute evil? They possess men, women, and children, and drive them to acts of unbelievable horror. No one is safe from them. No power on earth can stop them. The only escape is death. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. For today's installment of Tubi Tuesday, where I highlight a film currently streaming on Tubi TV, I'm reviewing David Cronenberg's psychosexual body horror film Shivers, in which a parasite spreads through an isolated apartment high-rise, turning residents into sex fiends who are compelled to spread the parasite through violent sex. So cover your mouth and lock your door before this one gets real weird in a way that only Cronenberg could truly deliver on. I have a number of egregious oversights when it comes to Cronenberg's filmography. Of course, films such as Videodrome or The Fly have wowed and haunted me for years, but in diving into his earlier works, you can see the genesis of his obsession with flesh, bodily harm, and sex. A whole lot of sex. Released in 1975, Shivers was Cronenberg's third feature film, which he managed to shoot in just 15 days on a meager budget of what equates to about $185,000. Originally released in the United States under the title They Come From Within, Shivers may not have been critically beloved upon release, but it would become his most profitable movie for the time. In fact, some critics were so repulsed by the film's memorably disturbing blend of sex and violence and gore, that one particular Canadian journalist, Robert Fulford, wrote a scathing article that gained so much notoriety that it momentarily affected the trajectory of Cronenberg's career. Fulford highlighted the reality that the film was financed in part by the National Film Board of Canada and expressed his displeasure at this offensive film being partially paid for by others. Cronenberg said this made it difficult to obtain funding for his next film and even got him kicked out of his Toronto apartment as his landlord cited a morality clause given the perverse nature of Shivers. Now this would all be fairly easy to write off as overly sensitive 70s audiences given the general audience's lack of exposure to the seedier and sexier side of horror cinema. But in finally watching Shivers, I have to say the film remains as icky and uncomfortable in its laissez-faire blending of sex and violence as I'm sure it was in 1975. In an audio commentary for the film, Cronenberg described watching Shivers as watching me learn how to make a movie, which I don't think is necessarily fair given that in spite of the film's rather coldness, and amateur performances, Shivers is damn effective in delivering claustrophobic body horror. Shivers' slippery scares unfold within the Starliner Towers apartment high-rise, 
This self-sustaining complex with full grocery and medical facilities is secluded on an island outside of the city limits of Montreal. Out of sight, out of mind, and ripe for a parasitic infestation to unfold within. The film opens with a casual infomercial laying out the groundwork of the property, highlighting the domestic offerings and rather mundane nature of the lives of those who live there. Everyone is seemingly well off, civilized, and content with their top-of-the-line amenities. But as one too many Netflix serial killer documentaries have taught me, nothing is as picture-perfect as it seems on the surface. But when a horrific and shocking act of violence rocks the apartment complex in which a mad scientist murders a young woman before killing himself, it sets off a chain of events that plummets Starlines and all of its residents into danger. And it's up to the apartment doctor, Roger St. Luke, played by Paul Hampton, and Nurse Foresight, played by Lynn Lowry, to stop the outbreak before it's too late. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform, or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. Soon after this shocking act of violence, we learn that the mad doctor who killed himself was developing a parasite that would replace organ transplant. But as a side effect, these parasites turned those they entered into sex-crazed killers. Seems like kind of a large oversight on his part, but I digress. Before diving into how Shivers really does capitalize on its sleazy and salacious premise, it's worth noting that the film's performances and characters didn't grab me the way Cronenberg probably wanted them to. For instance, Hampton is in a constant state of seeming indifference to both events and advancements from Foresight, making for an overall lifeless performance. And all of the performances for the most part feel rather hollow, lacking a drive that makes the viewer care particularly for any one character more than another. I'd say the best way to describe them would be cold, or perhaps it's just a general lack of experience, but narratively, Shivers is indicative of one of Cronenberg's lesser character-driven stories which is a missed opportunity to give the film an extra layer of intrigue. But thankfully, Cronenberg and special effects lead Joe Blasco ensure that Shivers delivered on its body horror nightmare premise in a big and bloody way. Now, Cronenberg has always been known for his fascination with sex and exploring human bodies within the context of horror, and Shivers is a shocking example of that. Whether it's the sex-heavy premise or the ways in which he frames certain scenes, Shivers has big horny energy, basically throughout the entire film. There's traditional nudity in several scenes, but there is also the sex-crazed fiend persona that victims of the parasite develop that is explored in some truly uncomfortable ways. Whether it's infected characters attempting to rape their spouses, parasites latching onto people's bodies, or inserting themselves into people's orifices, the film is unconcerned with making the viewers squeamish. The ways in which Cronenberg paces shivers allows the outbreak to feel very organic, which not only hides the limitations of the film, but it grounds the chaos taking over each floor of the apartment high-rise. One tenant begins vomiting blood and seizuring, another visits the doctor complaining of stomach pain after a sexual encounter with someone we learn is already infected. It's the silent occupation of the seemingly idyllic apartment building that spreads much like an actual disease would that makes shivers keep a connection to the real world. There's also what appears to be normal people committing these very grounded, real-world acts of violence against one another that hides the parasitic entity, giving the film a scuzzy feeling not unlike a sexualized snuff film at times. Given Shiver's meager budget, you might be surprised that Cronenberg's vision of body horror is just as primal and grotesque as he'd expand upon later in his career. While the parasitic slug itself isn't all that impressive, seeing it move and pulsate beneath another character's skin is skin-crawlingly scary stuff. 
Probably the most shocking moment of the film is when a neighbor is taking a bath and a slug crawls up through her tub's drain and inserts itself inside her. We're never shown that moment, but it's still effectively portrayed despite barely seeing any of the particulars of the act itself. We see upper shots of her writhing in agony, cutting between a shot of her lower legs kicking and the tub fills with blood. And for a 70s flick, I have to say it's still quite shocking in a way that makes you want to look over your shoulder to make sure no one is watching you watch this scene play out. This is the taboo quality of Cronenberg's work, which he's seemingly moved on from in the last decade or so of his career. Whether it be sex or mutilation of bodies, Shivers seems like the ultimate display of his fascination with flesh. In one scene, Nurse Forsyth recalls a disturbing dream to St. Luke, where she says, even old flesh is erotic flesh, the flesh, moments before the film truly explodes into an all-out, hypersexual, bizarre nightmare. We see women being walked around on leashes, a man makes out with his daughter, and the apartment manager lures uninfected people into his office where they're jumped by sex fiends. You'd be hard-pressed to sit through shivers without feeling uncomfortable, or in some instances, sick. And that's the point. Cronenberg's ability to tackle taboo subjects and use them as fuel for a body horror nightmare is a study in shocking audiences out of their sense of normalcy. I mean, parasitic rapists is one hell of a movie premise, but the way in which he has these atrocities of the film unfold within an isolated and suffocating apartment complex gives this lunacy a grounded feeling of unease and familiarity. So if you're in the market for a display of Cronenberg's early, eerie, and sickening vision of body horror, I'd recommend giving Shivers a watch while it's streaming on Tubi TV. Just be sure to pour yourself a stiff drink and settle in for some sleazy scares. And that'll do it for another installment of Daily Horror Habits' ongoing Tubi Tuesday segment. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review, and next Tuesday for another Tubi TV offering. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit and on Twitter at Daily Horror Pod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you guys next time.